Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Pactum. I'm Mike Grimes here today, again, obviously, with Pat Abendroth. Hey, Mike, good to see you yeah, in the good, flesh, yes. baby. Yeah, this is two weeks in a row now we've recorded together without any hiccups. That's a big deal. Uh-huh, it's <laughs> a good thing. It's a positive thing. Keeping yeah. it real. And we've had some contests lately before we get kicked off on this 36th episode. We're not going to get kicked off. We're, we have too many five-star well, ratings. We do. We're not we have get, so maybe many we'd get kicked stars. off of Facebook if we were on Facebook. But We never got on Facebook because it kicked me off five minutes in. I kid you not. Not cool. <laughs> Big Brother is watching and in control. That's right. But before we kick off this episode, episode number 36, we want to make sure to acknowledge our winners from... We have two contests that we've had going. I thought everybody was a winner. Everybody do is. Do we have a, any participation no trophies participation or awards? No participation trophies here on the pack. I make my kids throw them away when they get them. We have losers here on the pack. Well. <laughs> oh, no, because we are Calvinists, so that's, that's just right. how we roll. That's right. So we've had two contests going. The first one was the Pactum Gear Contest, where we asked you, our listeners, to post a picture of yourself in your Pactum Gear on Twitter or Instagram to tag us, and Ooh. hardly anybody did it because they'd already done it. They were all so excited already. But we did have a few of our listeners post their pictures and tag us so we could see them. Because we have several listeners, yes. as I always like to say. Yes. And we have a winner, and the winner of the Pactum Gear Contest is Brian Woolman. Congratulations, Congrats, Brian. Nice. Brian. We'll be in touch with you on Twitter. That's where you tagged us and uh, shared your photo of your Pactum gear. You said checking into the Pactum verse. And so we're going to get in touch with you for your copy of Sacred Bond by Michael Brown and Zach Keel. Great. One of our favorite books. Yes. Now, I have to admit, Mike, I have been trolling. It, it, do we call it trolling when you're watching people and I, spying on them? I don't, I don't know if you have to be mean to be trolling or okay. if you just... I don't know. Well, you're I'm stalking. Like, I, maybe you're I'm, stalking. I'm a positive troll, you're a kind stalker. of like the cute little trolls you had when you were little kids that had the funny colored hair. Can maybe. you say cute on this podcast? <laughs> as long as we don't say journey okay. or feelings, <laughs> uh, we can do that. But anyway, I, I, I have been noticing some of the Pactumverse uh, folks have been sporting their gear and not tagging us. Yes. So I think that just is part of the cool factor. It is, yeah. So, it's like I'm cool, I'm hip, I don't have to we're, tag. We're so past tagging at this point in time. Yeah. It's just maybe it's just a, a, a fashion. Yeah, it is. It is. We are a Pactum fashion okay. icon. I think we have another contest and it has to do with caffeine yes. and coffee. Yes. So talk to me about that one. Yep, so on our last episode, episode 35, we mentioned that we have a Pactum roast called Tenebras. How about Tenebras? Tenebr- like, po- I tried to mix A and U. Right. Right, you know? Reformation theme, post Tenebros yes. Lux, After Darkness yes. Light. It's on the wall at St. Peter's in Geneva. Come on, Mike. I, I got all nervous when I was trying to say it, and then it just came out wrong. Anyway, I'm trying to mix the vowels. The only Latin we know on the Pactum right. is what we've heard R.C. Sproul say. <laughs> so anyway, we were going to give away uh, two packs of our coffee, and our two winners who got in touch with us super early on that Wednesday release. I could not believe it. So the way to people's hearts we know is through caffeination yes. and probably not through books. Yes. Our first listener who won was Lucas Sullivan, also Ooh. known as the Bearded Glamper from one of our <laughs> Pactum right. responses. That's right. He's a faithful, faithful listener. Yes. So he was the very first one. And Lucas, let us in on your secret. These episodes release at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. You emailed me at 5 34 a.m. Oh, he's got some kind of URL workaround. I think you know what it was. The episode was God Told Me. 
I think he got some special knowledge to email us for coffee. And he did. So, And Lucas, he does come from a charismatic background, I think. So he might actually know something that we don't That's know. That's it. So Lucas Sullivan was the first winner. And our second winner uh, was listener Cody Plesner. So Cody and Lucas are two winners of our coffee. We've got messages out to you. Let us know your address, and we will get those beans into your coffee percolating. Now, I think we only have, we have a bag of beans and a bag of ground beans. That's so right. I did ask you guys, let me know which one you want. And if you don't let me know, we're just going to guess. And rumor has it in the coffee world, yeah. where people are in the know, there might actually be a, an ongoing <gasps> uh Packed and blend. Ongoing so, packed and blend. Uh huh. Yeah, it's in the works, folks. So we are big time. Big time. We succeeded. We have a coffee sponsor. <laughs> sponsored by right? the packed. <laughs> we sponsor ourselves. <laughs> Good. Well, I think we're going to be out. We're not going to have any contests for a little while. So no, we're I'm, done I'm, with those. I'm for recovering a while. from COVID and contests. There you go. So, all right, we need to move on today. Episode 36. We're, go- we're going to be talking about gospel ministry. In India, which means we have a special guest today on the Pactum. I'm so glad that we do. He is a pastor in Pune, India. He's someone we support as a local church, as a missionary. But far more important than that, he is a fellow pastor who's committed to Christ-centered hermeneutics, Christ-centered preaching, Christ-centered ministry, uh, a faithful brother. I think we have matching heartbeats when it comes to gospel ministry, and I'm so grateful for that. His name is Vinit Sasane, and we are grateful to have him as our guest today on The Pactum. Hi, Vinit, and welcome to The Pactum. Hi, Mike Grimes, and hi, uh, Pat Evengroth. It's uh, wonderful to be here. I'm a regular listener, and I'm always uh, built up and edified by the podcast. Awesome. We're so glad, Vinit, and it's great to see you. It's <laughs> uh, We're recording in the morning here in Nebraska, and it's not morning there in Pune, is it? Yeah, we are ahead, uh, and it's uh, 9 p.m. Ooh, nice. Ooh, 9 p.m. Yeah. Thanks. So are you drinking caffeine <laughs> at 9 p.m.? I saw you. Is that a chai, or is that a coffee, or just water, or what is it? Well, I had a, a little bit of coffee, not too much, uh, hoping to get some sleep tonight. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> good. But, yeah, chai, chai is good anytime as well. I tell you, the best chai on the planet is at your house. It's it's amazing stuff there. I miss it. Every oh, so yeah. often, I'll Mike. have a chai here, and I think, this is garbage. I need to go to Vinit's. He needs the special <laughs> Saya blend. Yes. Uh-huh, oh, from, your, yes. from your wife. You're welcome anytime. Yeah, you're welcome anytime. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, today we are going to be talking uh, with Vinit Sasane today. We are going to be talking about preaching and ministry and gospel ministry uh, because we want you to get to know him better and understand his heart better as part of the Pactum verse. But first, maybe we can kind of bring people up to speed, Vineet, on our relationship. Um, I was looking at old emails today, trying to figure out when we met. And I maybe, was it 2005, 16 years ago? Do you, ha- do you happen to yes. know what year it might have been? Yeah, I think it was 2005, 2006. I was uh, in seminary, um, maybe 2006, I think. Okay. Well, you know, how about this, Vinit? This is from one of your seminary professors. I got an email from one of your professors, and he says, uh, Vinit, a second-year PTI student, preached from Ephesians 3, 16 to 21. So apparently there, something went wrong at the conference, and you had to step in for one of the, the, the professors, and you actually preached one of the messages as a second-year PTI student. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, the Lord is good, I think, um uh, that would have been 2006 then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cause I think that email came from 2007 in January. So it would have been 2006 when that came through. So 
kind of cool just to reminisce and think about the Lord's work in your life and how he's developed you and matured you. Uh, I think the first time when I met you, uh, you and Saya, your wife, who's now your wife, I think you were just dating when I met you. Yes, because we got married in October 2007. We are going to complete um, 14 years. (laughs) So yeah, we were were in in the courtship. Um, We both uh, were part of a very cultic and mystical and uh, weird church. So, um, and I think uh, uh, your your topic during that conference was uh, how... How to raise a legalist. How to raise a Pharisee. How to raise a legalist. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, coming from that background, we both kept looking at each other (laughs) and saying, this is so true. This is so relevant. And so it's amazing how God used you and Mike Abendroth in our life just to reassure us that, uh, you know, uh, we made some big decisions coming out of uh, that denomination and church. And, uh, but, it was a reaffirmation to us that we are on the right track. Well, what was so cool, Vanit, is then to to meet you the first time when you were just courting or dating or whatever you want to call it. Um, we're not legalists, so it's okay to say dating here on the Pactum. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I, I remember, so I met you that time around and we seemed to, to click and, and have a good kind of chemistry. And then to come back several years later or a couple of years later, and you were a, a more advanced student and you were like almost in charge. It seemed like of the conference, just so much more mature, married, just with a good, I guess I would call it a holy boldness. Uh, I said to someone, wow. I said Waiting to someone, I said to someone at the conference, I think that guy's announcements, meaning you, his announcements were more Christ-centered and more gospel-oriented than some of the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because of the, the, the terrible um, the famine that we went through uh, growing up. Um, you know, um, we, we had mostly... Uh, uh, passages from the Old Testament priests and uh, basically bad examples. Uh, be like this king, don't be like this king. And uh, if you be like this, then the judgment of God is waiting for you. And I mean, just uh, we grew up um, without hearing a clear presentation of the gospel. Uh, it was um, um, basically you have to kind of wrestle with God like Jacob with tears and and, uh, you know, with all of this, um, this um, change or uh, thing that you have to bring to God and then God will uh, mystically speak to you and assure you through, a, through you know, a, a verse that, you, you know, you flip open the Bible and, um, and then that's how or audibly he'd speak to you. And uh, that's how, you know, and so the, the frustration was huge. Uh, one Sunday, we used to think we are close to God. The next Sunday... <laughs> We're far away from God, under the wrath of God. One Sunday we go for communion, one Sunday we don't because it was such unstable ground. And, um, you know, it it was uh, frustrating to the point of even thinking about what's the point of uh, going on uh, with life because uh, I'm not just uh, able to be right with God um, and have the acceptance and favor uh, of God. And then uh, to come out of that and um, just uh, enjoy the riches. Uh, it, it took me s- uh, some time. H- how can grace be so uh, so free? Uh, how can it be so lavish? Uh, how can it, 
you know, be all uh, in Christ. So, uh, I mean, I was so conditioned. I was uh, so much in, uh, uh, you know, always visiting Mount Sinai and living at the foot of uh, Mount Sinai that I didn't uh, know that uh, there was Mount Calvary that existed uh, or, or the, you know, Mount Jerusalem. So, uh, yeah, that's the background. And so uh, it was a huge relief and there was so much joy and gratitude and probably you saw me serving in the conference. Uh, and it's, it's because of the gospel. Ah, awesome. That's fascinating and encouraging. Uh, so you grew up in, it was kind of like a Christian cult. It was not an actual Christian kind of ministry. Is that right? Yeah, it, it was um, It was basically um, uh, a, a reaction to the, uh, you know, the British, uh, they brought Anglican churches here. Okay. And uh, they, they, they don't know anything about the 13, 39 articles here. And it just became this traditional mainline. Okay, and so uh, basically in the south it was a revivalistic um, response, and so um, the denomination that I grew up in they loved Finney, um, they loved Wesley. Oh, and, Charles uh, Grandison and Finney. Okay, yeah, yeah. We we love to not love him <laughs> yeah. on the Pactum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, it, it was basically um, yeah. I mean, just devoid of the gospel, the whole judgment and fear, and and you trying to maintain. Uh, your relationship and and the favor of God through your earnestness and through your repentance and through your uh, work, um, and and um, I mean it, it was really awful. Uh, there was no assurance. There was no hope. No joy. Vanita, I think it's fascinating the way the Lord works in His providence because it all all of that bad might be one of the reasons why you're so passionate mm. today as a Christian pastor to not be a moralist or a neonomian or a Baxterian or somebody like that, that you, you seriously want to preach law and gospel so that people can have rest in the gospel. And so I praise God for him even using the bad stuff in your life because the Lord has used it to make you the man that you are. So that's, it's kind of cool to think in those terms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Praise God. Um, God took me through those uh, difficult, you know, I, I went for, uh, the, the training, um, that that church had to offer, and I was in Chennai, and and uh, praise God for John MacArthur's ministry. The, the there were tapes in those days, and so I would listen to Romans, and it seemed like the same thing in the beginning of Romans. MacArthur was just preaching about the bad news, but um, uh, eventually he got to the good news, and it was just uh, such a blessing to know about the atonement, the sufficiency of Christ. So heard a lot of lot of tapes and. Um, um, and uh, that was my first kind of uh, exposure uh, to um, the truth of the gospel. Excellent. You're listening to The Pactum. This is episode 36, and we are talking to Vinit Sasane in Pune, India, a pastor, a friend, um, and we're thankful to be talking with him today on The Pactum. Yeah, Vinit, we've mentioned that you're in Pune, India, and Pat and I have both been there to visit you and have been to the city there, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about Pune, India, maybe tell us also about the religious makeup of the area, what uh, people are believing, what they're following, what they're all about there in Pune, India, and how that uh, affects your church and ministry there. Sure. Um so Pune uh, was formerly uh, known as Pune under the British uh, rule. Um, and um, yeah, even, even the name of the city is interesting. Uh, the the old name was Punya Nagari. And Punya uh, from uh, where the British couldn't pronounce it. So they must have made it Pune and then eventually <laughs> became Pune. So um, actually, uh, 
punya means um, uh, means uh, trying to uh, do good works and good karma to um, to appease hmm. that's what it means so even a city uh, you know is is that and uh, well we are in the central part of india and uh, overshadowed by mumbai mumbai is the capital of our state it's um, uh, it's a huge city um, but we are the second largest city in our state and um, <clears throat> i think uh, the seventh or the eighth largest city in india um, huge uh, student population um, what what kind of population did you say student student okay yeah yep. yeah, yeah student because yep. of the engineering colleges and international uh, you know um, uh, educational institutes um, and and also a lot of greenery um, it, it, it's uh, also the cultural capital of the state so um, actually it's like a blend of two cultures like there's the heart of the old city where uh, it's uh, dominated by a very traditional and cultural uh, maharashtrians that's the name of our state um so a lot of uh, uh, hindu majority there and uh, then the british built cantons um so they were they were like their their areas outside the city and then you know in that new city or the outer city that's where we have a lot of other population it's very cosmopolitan we have sikhs and muslims and christians and parsis from persia uh, who were settled down uh i think before islam came there they came to the coastal area of india first the western coast and then they moved inside so we have a fire temple also zoroastrianism um and there's there's a sister in our church actually who's uh, uh, who was zoroastrian and she's come to the lord so um i think i went to one of, the, i went uh, i went to a zoroastrian restaurant one time when i was there yeah 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 it yeah, inter- yeah yeah it was interesting yeah, correct. It's, see for us, yeah. so many, it's about theology and food, Vinit. Yep. So you got to keep you got to keep make sure you talk about theology, <laughs> and food, and coffee. Yep, so it's those kind of things. important. <laughs> so when you, when we're talking yeah. about Pune, we're talking about a city with millions and millions and millions of people, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yep. Big city, cosmopolitan. And, yeah. Um, also, a uh, lot of apartment complexes, busy roads. Um, uh there is greenery thankfully they uh, they've been conscious about that um uh, a lot of uh, it's a uh, uh, melting pot of cultures north indians south indians east indians west indians so uh, we have all kinds of different different restaurants and also because of the student population we have middle easterners uh, we have lebanese and shawarma and um yeah a- a- arabic uh, places near my house so um that's interesting and then you know there are these big swanky places we have a, a trump towers as well uh, here he's invested in in a tower here in, hmm. in the city that uh, sounds like fake nice- that sounds like fake news <laughs> 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 I, i'll clip click a picture and send it on the pack oh, oh, twitter uh, there there you go i i love your city the times i've visited there it's an amazing place yeah uh, amazing people, like you said, great food. One of the coolest places I've ever been in my life, I think, was that meat market. Oh man, I can't. I still talk about that. I tell my kids about it. <laughs> what yeah. a wild experience! Yeah, I think um, that's. Uh, I mean, people were excited because you look like uh, you look like Lance Klusner, or you know, with uh, he's a cricketer. He's a he's a South African cricketer, <laughs> uh, and so you, you were wearing those glasses, and we were taking you through the meat market and. 
Uh, I think some of the kids that were coming up to you and wanting your autograph. That's right. Like, they wanted to take pictures. <laughs> That's where your celebrity fame started. Right. I, well, you know, you buy, yeah, the, you buy the bags of meat and you're carrying the bags to your car and the birds are flying over your head like wanting to dive bomb. You. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> we, we probably should talk about your family, Vineet. Your wife, Saya, uh, and, and maybe your children. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Saya is uh, from the... Um, the northeastern tip of India, uh, way towards the east and uh, a few hours away from Myanmar. Mm. Um, and so her state was is, is called Manipur. And um, she also grew up in the same church. Uh, she was struggling a lot. Actually, in the beginning, she was, you know, just atheistic. And uh, eventually, uh, she came to study in Mumbai. And we, we met in Mumbai in that same church. And and she was really searching for answers. And uh, for her, it was uh, all about uh, the missionary biographies. Like, uh, how could these missionaries have so much love? I don't have that love uh, because I don't have the gospel. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to give away my life. And so she would wonder why would these missionaries like William Carey and Hudson Taylor and all of them love Christ so much. What did they see in Christ uh, that is so captivating? So that was her journey. And eventually I began to teach in the youth meetings and uh, I was trying to make sense from my Bible and, and then it all clicked. Uh, and so she's, uh, I don't know, trying to make it relevant for you guys. She's Asian looking, even though I am Asian. <laughs> right. Uh, right. But she, she is more Asian looking and I'm like Indian looking. Yeah. But we are part of the same country. So what about your kids? Yeah, so uh, my oldest, Eliana, is uh, eight, uh, soon to become nine next wow. month. And um, Ezra is um, six. Uh, Eliana um, loves uh, painting and craft. And uh, Ezra likes cricket and, and superheroes. Um, and by God's grace, we are uh, yeah, waiting for our third uh, Ptolemy the third because he was born during this or uh, you know the Daniel series was going on and I was studying about Ptolemy the third. Good. So anyway, congratulations. So, That's uh, exciting. Yeah, praising God. Uh, so hopefully uh, in March, awesome. Ptolemy the third. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> so let's transition and talk about preaching. You just finished Daniel, and uh, how, how does a how does a Christian pastor preach Daniel in a way that sounds like you're a Christian? And not a Jew. That's a that's a great question. That's a great question. Actually, um, um, the reason I, uh, you know we were going through this really bad, difficult time, lockdowns, and people were wondering is this the end of the world? And so I thought of just uh, uh, you know Daniel and highlighting the sovereignty of God and um, the the second coming is sure, and God calls us to endure faithfully, looking to Him. Uh, he will come and wrap up world history. And, but uh, as, as I went through chapter by chapter, uh, we have to be so careful because, uh, uh, you know, the way I was taught, uh, don't do too much cross-referencing, uh, just be zoomed into the text. And if I were to preach chapter one, then I'll, I'll have to preach Daniel as the hero, uh, go home, be like Daniel, uncompromising. And, and all of that is good. And we want our people to grow in that. But, uh, uh, you know, what really helped me is uh, Graham Goldsworthy and the big picture and the redemption story. Um, right, right. And then, you know, sacred bond and covenant theology. 
uh, that's really been helping me and and i'll just quickly go through uh, in in chapter 1 now this is not exhaustive but uh, uh, christ ultimately resists uh, all allurement and he is victorious that's how we can treat christ in chapter 2 he is the rock that is uncut uh, in his first and second coming he he's the one who's going to come up come and wrap up world history in chapter 3 is emmanuel in the fiery furnace with us in chapter 4 he's the one who's opposite to nebuchadnezzar he humbles himself and uh, uh, for his people and then he's exalted in chapter 5 uh, he's the one who's going to bring judgment uh, ultimately mene mene kekel uparsin chapter 6 he's the lion of judah who was falsely accused um, who's who's brought out and he's he's vindicated uh, chapter 7 uh, he's the son of man uh, who is the ultimate king uh, of the eternal kingdom of god chapter 8 he's the judge of the antichrist um Uh, who will come and and actually destroy chapter 9 he is the messiah he is our everlasting righteousness uh, he is the plan uh, daniel is worried about uh, how will god uh, forgive us and bring us to himself well god had already planned to give the messiah he's the one who is going to bring in everlasting righteousness in chapter 10 he is uh, our greater joshua who is the lord of spiritual warfare Uh, actually he disarmed all principalities and powers on the cross in chapter 11 he is um, lord of all the details the super details of history and um, in chapter 11 again he he's the one who defeats the ultimate antichrist in chapter 12 he's the lord of the new creation our glorified bodies uh, all because uh, he is our righteousness that's why we get those glorified bodies that's why we shine in heaven with him so that's that's the wonderful part about preaching daniel in the midst of all the challenges that uh, i had to face through and you were even able you were able to do all of that and do sound like a christian pastor right oh oh yes that <laughs> that's why i was uh-huh that's outstanding <laughs> it almost sounds like now you're ready to preach through daniel <laughs> not for some time isn't that funny no. how it works though you get done with preaching through something sometimes and you think okay now i'm ready well sorry too late yeah. because yeah. <laughs> you learn so much. So Vinit when yeah. you do you do you preach in English or do you preach what language do you preach in? Uh yeah, I preach in English and um, there's my my dad's a great uh, Marathi translator so um, we are totally in sync by God's grace. Um sometimes um if there are guest preachers then uh, I'll um you know translate to English or I'll translate to Marathi. We have a midweek Bible study. We are doing the Heidelberg Catechism first time ever in Marathi. Uh, we have 83 million Marathi speakers. That's the population of Germany. Wow. Um, That's insane. That's for, t- the, <laughs> for the first time ever, uh, the Heidelberg has been translated in our language. We are taking it and we are recording it on YouTube. Um, the 1689 has been translated. We want to uh, put those lectures up on YouTube as a legacy for the the church. Mm-hmm. That we, uh, I mean, social media and, and media is such a huge thing now. Even village pastors, even uh, um, village churches, they can just hit on the link and and listen. So uh, it's exciting to be in these times. What a great resource! Yeah. Is that something you've been doing with other pastors or just your local congregation, or how has that been working? Yeah. 
Yeah, by God's grace, actually, uh, you know, when you used to come to the conferences in 2005, I used to think that I'm the only Maharashtrian guy uh, who has this fire and wants to do this thing for the Lord here, the truth. But uh, over these last 10 years, it's amazing how God has uh, joined uh, and brought and raised some uh, Calvinistic uh, pastors. And so all over India, we can say there are about 100 uh, or 200 that gather at a conference. And, and in my state, there are 10 to 15 of us, and we are in close fellowship. We do conferences together. So during this COVID time, we actually um, uh, did an exposition of First Timothy and Second Timothy. Uh, all of us took turns, and we put it up online. Uh, we did an expo- uh, we did a series on the doctrine of God and the doctrine of the scriptures. Um, we also started a Bible survey, surveying each book of the Bible. So... Uh, um, these are the wonderful resources from a reform perspective that are now coming up online by God's grace. Mm, awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. Really encouraging to hear this. So, Vinit, we need to uh, get things wrapped up and we need to talk to people about how they can get in touch with you if they want to know more. Uh, I know your Twitter handle is Vinit Sasane. So, at Vinit Sasane, it's V I N E E T S A S A N E. Are there any, any other yeah. places they can find you, Vinit? Yeah, I'm on Facebook as well. At uh, yeah, same Vinit Sasani. Okay, you just do a search. Fantastic. Vinit Sasani, you'll find me on Facebook. Yeah, great. And you can not not so much on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I I think I follow your wife on Instagram, perhaps, or your yeah. family, or yeah, something. I think yeah, she's yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's cool. You're yeah. not. What can we say? Come on, Vinny. Come on. Man. <laughs> actually, it probably means you're just sanctified. Or actually. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, you can't yeah. you can't be you sanctified. Can't be sanctified and be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just to stay in touch with you and our Scott Clark and the Pactum. That's all. That's that's about my purpose. Oh, so you're blaming us? <laughs> Good, sure, you're saying, sure. which is really blaming God. God, it's the friends that you gave me. Yeah, uh, and point that's the why finger. that's why I'm on Twitter. <laughs> If you want to learn more about Vinit or even supporting Vinit and the ministry entrusted to him, you can also reach out to Omaha Bible Church. You can go to www.omahabiblechurch.org yep. or get in touch with us at the Pactum. Yeah. Well, Vinit, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we're so thankful for the partnership we have with you and Gospel Ministry, even though we're on opposite sides of the world. Thankful for all the Lord is doing in your church and through you in Pune, India. And we want to thank you, our listeners, for listening to The Pactum. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at The Pactum and on Instagram. Five stars. Yes. iTunes. Give us five stars everywhere you see us. Five stars, five stars. Like, share, all those kinds of great things. No four stars. We're not Arminians. (laughs) That's right. So thank you for listening. (laughs) We're thankful that you've joined us today. We'll see you next time here on The Pactum. 